0: just had to mute myself there can you hear me all right
1: yeah i've muted as well mate. are
0: are you still coming through the laptop
1: no mate i'm muted now
0: good right uh welcome welcome to episode 18 of turner 30 um it's it's a brand new experimental format brought in association with zoom meetings uh there's a noise coming over the thing. I don't know what that is, Andy. Is that better? Yeah, that's much better.
1: What was yes, that? that um, it, it, to be honest, it sounded like a, like a small bird. Yeah. Um, probably the bird of hope for the new year. Um, really? Hey, welcome back. As Steel's just said, they're turning 30. What episode are we on? Episode 18?
0: It's, it, it's episode 18, and tonight to celebrate, I'm having a little tipple. Um, the tipple is lemonade.
1: Lovely. Um,
0: what after you, we're
1: um we're what's that, sorry, mate? I'm severely de- dehydrated at the minute. As usual, I'm not drinking. I did get a, a bottle for Christmas, where mm. you meant to drink between certain times using this bottle, that lasted for about a day. And then you know you can't be asked. Mm. I'm just severely de- dehydrated, so then I just eat trying to hydrate myself hey mate you're looking well you're looking well
0: thank you thanks very much mate yeah um it's because i'm sat in the house and uh not freezing my tits off in the car um i've also just as a heads up to the people listening here um i've literally had to mute my laptop because we are recording this over zoom and uh somehow andy's forgot to to mute his side or maybe i've misconstrued what he meant by mute and for the first one, um, 1 minute 55, I was actually silent and Andy wasn't. So, yeah. So, hi guys. Yeah. So, what we're yeah. doing with the Zoom thing, mate? Tell tell our audience because I haven't a fucking clue.
1: Yeah, so what we're doing with the Zoom thing because we have, we've tried to do internet recordings like this for the podcast before. Um, an old podcast that we had when I was living in Wales, we tried it. And it's a lot easier so you try not to talk over each other if you can kind of see each other and you can kind of react off each other um so that's that's what we're what we're trying to do really i'll i might what i might do i might raise my hands and that means deal you can deal you can talk (laughs) i don't know no point doing
0: that because we can see each other it's just like being the car um so that's a part oh there we go interject andy what's this
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm letting you talk. I'm letting you talk. How are you, mate? You doing well?
0: Yeah, doing very well, mate. Um, obviously uh, busy times. Spent most of this week studying, studying hard for the old uh accountancy exams.
1: yeah, top mathematician. Say that again. You're the top mathematician. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? um, Do you wanna just say? You know, obviously you're the numbers man. Um, we learned it last year. Um, Mm -hmm. how are you finding the numbers? Pretty tricky, or? Well, I think I'm struggling with my five times table. Um,
0: that's, that's been a tough one. Um, and division just generally across the board.
1: No well, idea i that. Tough one. All yeah, we'll, I'll we'll say, mate, calculator. Yeah, I
0: can't, well, that's the, that's the thing.
1: Every good accountant
0: uses a calculator um, predominantly because they can't count. It's, it's a bit of a misnomer, really, accountants, because you're not actually counting anything
1: really, far from all of the beans and the cash. Um, no, the job of accountants to just kind of uh, find loopholes in the law. That's correct. Less-
0: um, I'm hoping to put myself to good use for any of my friends who um, want to hire a trustworthy accountant who can look the other way when you've got a spare two grand coming in through purchases that's not actually purchases.
1: High five. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, for some reason I wanna put my sky, my sky bill is part of my contract, which is part of my work and I need it for work, so can I put that through the business account? Yes, did you
0: can you just say you got fifty odd pounds a month in Sky on sales? Happy days, let's put that down in sales. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pay VAT on sales. Anyway, so Andy, what's up well, for you? Um
1: nothing much, mate. I've got a good starter. Um, as have per usual, this week. Yeah, we have got a sponsor actually this week. So obviously we are back for the new year. Dale did the opening episodes last week, and obviously I've decided to appear this week. Um yeah. I'm going to start Dale, with a little bit of a, a little bit of a rebuttal to start. Oh, before we do that, do we have the jingle? Dun, dun, dun. No, I mean, we haven't. I was actually going to down- I was going to download a soundboard. Um, just to what you said. Like, oh, of like Hyundai, I don't know, some kind of soundboard or something. And I was going to click on a soundboard, and, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother. But the jingle will be back at some point. Um, It'll be back in the future. I, it will be, yeah, yeah. I'll start tonight. So, the hand that reaches from the grave to grip the th- throat is the strong hand you want on the wheel. What the hell? What was that? That was said by Dwight Schrute from The Office, which is now on Netflix. American Office is now on Netflix. I suggest you watch uh, it.
0: Of course, with Michael Scott instead of, um, what's his face, Uh, David Brent, Um, you know, or a.k.a. Steve Carell, other than Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, of course, the funnier of the two gentlemen. I'm not biased. But, you know, the British comedy is the reason it was good to begin with. Um, but Steve Carell's
1: alright. Have you give it Have you give it a go Have you give a go American Office a little watch?
0: I tried both, and the thing is, um, I can't get it with. I think Steve Carell's hilarious, but I think if you've seen one role with Steve, you've seen every role with Steve. He's he's very much um, a one trick pony, but not in a bad way. I'd still watch any movie he's in. He's hilarious. Ricky Gervais, on the other hand, yeah. Well, many people would probably consider him in the same bracket. I think he's just too intelligent to be a one trick pony, and some of his gags just unreal. Fantastic. I still remember the um Oscars, not the Oscars, what was it he did last year? Um, the one the Hollywood was, the em- uh, is it Emmys? Uh, Emmys, I think, I think it was
1: it- the
0: Oscars actually. Yeah not something like that i'm gonna to have, to, have to google it, but anyway he was just roasting every celebrity in the audience more or less and it was fantastic if you can catch it on youtube i'm just gonna say golden globes there we are it was the golden globes he was doing and it was yeah. fantastic um check that out on youtube it's uh, it's there's someone stitched together about 12 minutes of it i was laughing my absolute tits off in the car at work um on a break um and the rest of my day was bright, just because of Ricky Gervais. So, yeah, check that out.
1: Andy? Yeah, well, he has. Um, you, sound like a, <laughs> you sound like a news radio, you know. Uh... Now, here's Andy with the sport. Andy?
0: <laughs> Andy, how are Newcastle doing?
1: <laughs> oh, let's not even talk about that. I've
0: stopped supporting you know I mean? until, until Bruce is gone. I've stopped supporting. <laughs> I'm not even paying attention to results anymore. After the Sheffield United fiasco, I was
1: like, nah, bollocks. That'll do. I'm off for the season. Do Do you know what, mate? It's painful. It's um, it's absolutely painful. I think the the international listeners have probably not got a clue what we talk about. This isn't is a a fan. She's chuffed a bit. Um. <sighs> yeah, she will be. It's um, yeah, it's it's hard to watch at the moment. It's hard to watch. Okay. Um, we have got a sponsor this week, mate. Go ahead. Who is it? Um, this week's sponsor is End of Christmas.
0: Okay, how how are we swinging this one round the sponsorship, landy
1: Um, just end of the festivities, but end of Christmas. How do you know it's the end of Christmas? You see dead Christmas trees lying in people's backyards, like a tree serial killer has been on the loose. <laughs> Honestly, right, and it, it, it's sad, you know. There's um, there's out the back of me. There's um, it's like an old, it's obviously an old Lancashire town, and there's loads of back lanes there. And you just see these Christmas trees, which were once in like a happy home. Obviously, they've, you know, they're not, they're not, they've always been dead. They were dead when they were put in somebody's house. But these Christmas trees, which were, you know, once like the, the pride of someone's home, have just been chucked in the backyard <laughs> and just rotten in the street.
0: So you've got to um, remember. This is the reason, this is obviously one of the primary reasons I'm vegan because trees have uh, feelings as well. Um, so getting rid of a tree, trees not just for Christmas, Andy,
1: it's for life.
0: It's for life. If you just keep right. a Christmas tree in the house, water it, maybe put a cat in the plant pot,
1: sort it. Yeah, have we ever told the story of the cat in the plant pot?
0: I don't think I want to, uh, just because I don't know how far that would stretch with the legal authorities. Um, I mean it is a dead cat, so I suppose not not very far, but let's let's leave it for this week and I'll Google the old legislation to see if I'm allowed to discuss that on a Spotify. Podcast. Yeah, the that
1: was dead. <laughs> I mean, but... Yeah. Um also, mate, um, to know it's the end of Christmas. Um You stop here last... Mike Mike's That's how oh. you know it's Christmas. Well, I don't mind boobly too much. It's um why are you Kerry? She Makes a Fortune at Christmas.
0: Well, that's her career, isn't it? Oh, my
1: God, yeah. Literally, she could live off that song. Um, God, Michael McIntyre. When the BBC drag him out at Christmas. I can't stand that entire...
0: Lovely little bit of uh, middle-class comedy, which isn't funny.
1: Oh, it's painful.
0: Yeah. I mean, with Jack Whitehall, you've got a similar thing, but Jack Whitehall, there's... He's taken the mick out of himself a lot. There's a lot of humour there. Michael McIntyre is just a twat. Um really and <laughs> simply, yes. There's just there's just no there's no it's no self-deprecating comedy with Michael. He is what you see, and it's just not funny. He's not funny, he's a very unfunny man. Um, but then you've got people like I say, Jack Whitehall, Jimmy Carter to some degree. They are self-deprecating so it's funny. You know, there's a side where it is a caricature, they're not being you know, dickheads because they are. That's just who they are. It's funny. Um, but, yeah, honestly, Michael McIntyre, I wouldn't watch him.
1: He's he's um, tricky to watch. Like, Jack Whitehall, um, good and fresh mate, like, you know, good um, League of Their Own and stuff. But I don't know, I, I once tried to watch these But sometimes, you know, some of these comedians, when you try and watch them doing stand-up, sometimes it's tricky. I struggle with Rogan you try to watch Robe stand-up I don't I just don't think it comes across to a British audience as well as it does to an American audience
0: I think this is the this is the thing all told with um, kind of what we hit on at the start with uh, Steve Carell and Ricky Gervais's kind of interpretations of the office Um, I think it appeals to that um, demographic so yeah Steve Carell's funny but Michael Scott is probably not as funny to us as David Brent is it's as simple as that I don't think he is I think Ricky Gervais is the reason that shows funny. Simple as that.
1: How many episodes did you get into
0: the American Office? Um, probably most of the first season, to be honest
1: with you. Um, <sighs> think... that's, what, that's about it. Yeah. Like you, you, you definitely see the because, like I'm, I'm it. Like I've, I've watched, I've watched it all. Um, but one thing I'll say about The American Office, the character of Michael Scott um, changes massively going into season two because the problem that you seem to have at the minute with Michael Scott in season one is what I think a lot of people, because it was it was on the verge of getting axed um, and they, they changed his character totally. Oh my God. Do you know what? I've got one job to keep this laptop charged. How long have I got? <laughs>
0: At least at cool. least the phone's charged, which is what you're using to actually record the podcast, which is nice. Or is it?
1: Yeah, actually it is. Um because I've just been pot around the house. I've made a i made ai made an effort um this year to to charge my phone, which normally is flat. Dead. Uh
0: if what you'll yeah. notice is if, if anyone's actually getting the opportunity to watch the zoom feed, if we get this posted on Adno, or Instagram or however the hell we're doing it, you'll notice a distinct difference in quality. Um, Andy's in a brightly lit bachelor pad, um, with white around, just you know, it looks lovely. I'm in a scene out of one of those slasher flicks where I'm reporting like from a haunted house and someone's going to come up behind me and stab me. That's because the camera is so bad that it looks like something out of one of those really grainy 1970s zombie horror films. And it doesn't help that I've got, like, a fan pop of some arrangement behind me as well. Could be a Deal. hand in anything. Yeah.
1: Looks like the early days of the Taliban, these videos that you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually currently, I'm, I'm missing the mask, but I'm actually demanding money from Joe Biden um, just because I help him get elected. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, jeez. Well, he's looks like Trump's totally gone,
0: eh? uh, right? Unless
1: he presses a button last minute.
0: Um, um, I don't know how I feel, because, you know, I mean, obviously I'm not American, so um, for, I, I want the Americans to forgive me for any sort of opinion I have, because I appreciate it's not my country, and I always yeah. feel a bit awkward when, you know, Americans talk about the prime ministers we have and all that, so forgive me in advance. But I was finding Trump for all his probably considered a bit of an idiot and a bit controversial, Yeah, was attempting to do things that other presidents hadn't. Um, so many people hang on the court tails. I think I've mentioned this to you, Barack Obama, who Christ was a terrible president, um, but because he had the charisma and he was down with the kids and because of what he stood for, it was like, yeah, he's the best president of all time. This really isn't really awful. And the, the concern I've got is they've brought Joe Biden in who's got a lot of Stellan's in the closets, and you just feel he's going to get an unfair kind of advantage over Trump, despite them being of a very similar um, kind of, I wouldn't say background, but of a similar kind of persona. Um, Biden has basically been in someone's closet for 50, 60 years, and all of a sudden he's finally getting where he wanted to be, which is President of the United States, after going for the election twice previously, and obviously being a running mate with uh, Barack Obama. Just, I, I don't trust the guy. I think as a Brit, um, there was a lot of talk about him wanting to kind of make do with the, the UK-US relationship, which I'm fine with because I think it's overrated. Um, as much as I love uh, America and, and the, the people that obviously are out there, um, I do think the relationship's overrated. So if Biden does get rid of that. I think it's more his loss than ours. Um, but, yeah. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. Um, I, I do feel for Trump. I think he had a bit of a tough time because he, he opened his mouth a lot. And I don't think that helped matters. But sometimes some people, you know, can't handle the truth or honesty. And it's automatically seen as a bad thing when someone is honest about something. And, you know, you see, we see it all the time, like Piers Morgan. Christ. Piers Morgan gets slated um, as a journalist but he's a very honest journalist. Yes, he was involved in phone tap and all that jazz, so we'll put that to one side, but when he makes an opinion on TV, people automatically jump on him and think he's a prick because he's being honest. I don't agree with everything he says, but I'd rather have someone who's going to be honest than someone who has a running mate that fits the criteria of the current situation in America to help himself get elected Um, in and, and the way Joe Biden has. I just
1: won't trust him as far as I can throw him. How do you feel? Um, for me for me with Biden. I think Biden's to me Trump was Trump's too old, but I think Biden Biden's is he seventy eight?
0: Biden's older, yeah. I think he's um I think he's four years on um Trump from memory.
1: Yeah, I I think I think yeah, I think we're getting I think Trump's seventy four, he's seventy eight. And you've got to think of the presidency's a four year term. Is he realistically going to get into a four-year term? For me, there was a lot of I, I follow a little bit of like American politics. And and for me, you know, when the um when they were both running and stuff, like over over the time and stuff, the and this is not a this is not a disrespect to Joe Biden, but his there's something in his mental capacity, you know, I don't know if he's suffering from something, it was almost like you know, the amount of like God knows what they injecting, like God knows what like Trumpin is being on, you know, to try and get these guys who were, you know, well in the seventies to be like to be on it all day, to be like literally you've got to make so many decisions, you've got to you've got to have you know, you've got to have your iron in so many fires. For me, I just don't think that, you know obviously by, you know, he you'd be, be a super intelligent guy, but I just think his time of life now realistically, is he you know gonna be there mentally gonna be switched on all the time? No, I don't think he is.
0: I think it's um it's a bit of a conspiracy theory this but I think there's a lot I think there's a lot about the the hiring of Kamala Harris behind it. I can see because bear in mind Trump is one of only a few presidents who didn't see in the second term and most presidents who were serving Get a second term, yeah. I, I see Biden kicking the bucket and Kamala Harris being made president of the United States. And I think the plan is because she's, and forgive me for this, a woman of color and a woman, it would be the, the way of getting in someone who fits both of those demographics without going to revolt. And I see that happening based on the fact Biden is he's not a death star, but Christ, how how much longer in the would he live given the fact the term's four years and he's 78 now? Um, I just, I find it, I find it a little bit odd that, you know, there's the potential to have a female president. I think it'll happen. I think that'll definitely happen. But I also did a lot of reading on Kamala Harris and um, she was given um, an awful lot of kind of, you know, thingy about being um, you know, big for the the black communities and that and she was actually putting a lot of them in prison. So it's, really, yeah, it's 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 one of those things, I suppose. Politics has there's, there's a lot of shady things goes on in politics, but I mean, at the end of the day, um, we're just gonna have to see what happens. I have just noticed, by the way, Andy, you've disappeared from Zoom. What's happened there?
1: Yeah, my laptop's gone flat. <laughs>
0: I'm currently sat in a, a Zoom uh, chat with myself, looking at my
1: Do on you board. think I can get back? Do you, do you, what I'll do, I'll um, I'll go and grab. I'll just, I'll, I'll still, I'll, I'll continue on. I'll just, um, I'm gonna go and get my charger. So if it sounds like I'm rustling about, I'm just getting my charger. What, do, what do you think of you know getting back to Trump and stuff? And you were making the, you know, you were saying, you know, this case for Trump, mm-hmm. like. Have you noticed, like, a massive, like, obviously, you know, I know of the, is it the, the, Cap- the Capitol building in yeah. Washington, mm-hmm. where obviously all these protesters stormed on the building? Yeah. And all of a sudden now, the, the, the airtime and the, the narrative for Trump on the major media organisations, mm-hmm. and now, well, definitely the UK, they're all well against Trump, and, and understandable for, you know, what kind of went on. But you know what would you say about Trump? My only thing about Trump over his term and stuff, at times he looks like he's telling porkies. Yeah. And, he's telling, and he doesn't seem very convincing at times. You know when he when he's telling his when he's telling his um, you know he's he's you know he's he's telling his um, I'm not going to call them lies, but. You know it sometimes just doesn't seem very credible
0: i think I think there's a lot of that a lot of that to do with the fact that he's had this um kind of Truman show sort of obsession with the media trying to cut him down and whether he's right or wrong he's always going to be made out to be a liar because the media are obviously going to want to have whatever um, sort of scenario they're wanting to play out um whatever agenda they've got is going uh if, if they want to get rid of Trump, it's going to make him look bad. Um, so yeah. I think it doesn't help by the fact the media obviously um, want, want him to look bad. They want to get rid of him. Um, so I, I don't think that helps. But I think a lot of the way he's been putting uh, a lot of situations across, the way he's so keen for obviously tearing to obviously tear into people, I think it's easy to make him seem as a bit of a liar on things. Do, do I think he's lied most of the term, though? I don't know. Um, I think there's a lot he's done where there was a clear agenda there to try and make things better, particularly the situation with Korea. I mean, if he was such a bad president, why would he have made the effort to try to unite peace between North and South Korea? I don't see Obama doing that. I think, if I remember rightly, Obama was very keen on getting back out to war and just bombing things. Um, Obama's record was about how he was wanting to invade Iran and things like that. So I don't know. I I feel I feel for the guy to some degree, but hey, you know, he's a very rich man. He's got a very rich family. Um I'm confident he's gonna do all right when he leaves the White House and uh, buggers off to probably Scotland. We'll just have to see what happens to him. Andy you're currently it's... attacking something in the background.
1: Yeah I'm I'm clicking um let me go now. Oh right, hold on. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to just. You can hear us clicking, trying to get back on. It's like I will at on, some point. It's Like being on the
0: phone, IT support at work.
1: I will at some. That must. You're still working from home, aren't you?
0: I am still working from home at the minute. Um, it's it's heaven. I don't think I ever want to be back in the office. And this year, actually, I won't be.
1: <laughs> no, uh, definitely not.
0: We've got lockdown part four, uh, five and six probably coming. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll be working from home for God knows how long. I don't see, um, I know there's this big thing on, when's, when's the next date for the uh, lockdown will be reviewed? Is it the end of February?
1: Well, the oh, we
0: have already appeared. I've got Andy coming through. Although I'm a bit concerned because it's Andy with an I. Um, put your camera on so I know it's you.
1: It's definitely me,
0: yeah. Oh, there he is. I was expecting that to be a woman. Uh, she, it's about Andy with an eye. um Yeah, when's, when's the review date for this lockdown we under at the minute? Andy, you've somehow gone mute on our actual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I know Andy's talking is because he's he's like chatting away on the screen because he's back on Zoom, but he's gone completely silent on the podcast. I don't know what's happened there. He's having a good look, he's looking confused. I don't know what he's
1: done. <laughs> well, I definitely went quiet on the on because I'm um, yeah. back again. Oh, we're back. we're
0: back. Yeah, you're back, mate. Don't panic. You're back. Yeah, I've got no no Honestly, this is this is making for such such better kind of quality recording scenes I can actually see your face and I don't think I've just been disconnected.
1: Well, yeah, slightly, slight slightly better. Um no so so the the way that I understand it, so um this this lockdown the the UK is in at the moment for people listening, you know, abroad and all over, so the lockdown that the UK is in at the minute um is till until the thirty first of March. Oh it's March, right? Okay. Thirty first of March. By the fifteenth, um, I think Boris is it will be reviewed because Boris is hoping to kind of get schools back on the fifteenth of February. That's where that date comes from. But in law, at the moment, this the latest lockdown is until the thirty first of March. I'm uncomfortable with this kind
0: of um pushing the schools back. I think um if you've got an agenda to protect people, the last thing you want to be doing is going right, lockdown's going to end 31st of March, let's get the schools and universities open on the blue 15th of February. It's absolutely brainless idea because all that's doing is allowing people in close proximity to develop a virus, potentially, amongst themselves, which isn't going to help the matters any any more than what we're doing at the minute you know it's going to increase stats across the board yeah. so hopefully they'll do the sensible thing They're continuing to distance teach children i know there's a big initiative at the minute to um get all kinds kind of technology all devices to you know um kids who can't afford them things so they can learn distance learning but, um, yeah, I, I don't like the idea of sending kids back on the 15th of February, potentially when when I's going to be running until the 31st of March. I think that's
1: stupid the, like my only like the obviously I'm not in a situation where you know I haven't got kids and stuff, but I know there's a, there's a lot of people obviously I'm currently at the minute I'm still working working, and um, so I'm still at my place of work, and there's a lot of people that I work with who have got you know like young families and stuff, there's a few single mums and stuff. They're really struggling at the minute um, because, yes, they, you know, yes, the kids are at home, and yes, they've got laptops, which a lot haven't. Um, but how hard it is, especially for a younger child, to keep them engaged with a laptop for a school day, sitting on a laptop, it's so difficult. Um, yep. And even coming down to you, like somebody I work with, you know, they. On a night, they haven't. They do a full day at work, and they're getting home, and then they've got. To, they've got to mark the kids' work, then they've got to be scanning away sheets to um, the teacher. Then the teacher then remarks them, and they're not getting done until like half eight, nine o'clock at night. You think, blimey, it's it's yeah. a mess. It's a real mess. I think
0: um, one of the things I was hearing about as well, just on the subject of um, families in need. Um, Marcus Rashford, um, I know all the stuff he's doing with the free school meals, but someone was telling me the other day that apparently this is literally only for the people at the very bottom of the ladder who would have been getting them anyway, and not for the people who are losing their jobs and the people who are like not able to financially support their kids. Do you know anything about that?
1: Well, the, there's a um, there's an initiative that um, LBC were running. And I think it's, it, it, it's um, well, it's not LBC running it, but LBC, LBC have reported a lot. And it's, um, it, I'm going to get this wrong, but I'll, I'll go on the, the higher end. I think it's, well, at the minute, the way the numbers are running, I think it's basically there's three the there's, reckon there's, and there'll be more, but the reckon at the minute, there's about 3 million people that have had no support all the way through this. The businesses have shut or the businesses have, you know, basically collapsed and these people have had no support whatsoever. There's a there's a um you know countless you know these people you know like these tattoo art you know pick some of these tattoo artists you know hairdressers you know people with you know little stores and stuff that are non-essential all these you know these little businesses which are just collapsing around us and a lot of these self-employed people you know if they've recently just started a business in the past year you know they do not qualify for any furlough or any government support, and now we're going in we've ridiculous. been suffering this a year now people have ate into savings and now they're on the absolute bones of their asses um and Richie sunak never seems to mention these people
0: it's 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 hard for makers without giving away obviously um like who I'm employed by, etc. But I work very closely with um, businesses. I, I work in business to business effectively. And it's devastating having to do the role I do at the minute because every other story is, listen, I've used the savings up to pay the bills at home or you know, I need to put food on the table and we can't afford to pay anything else. And there's a big part of me sat there thinking, you know these all these grants they keep talking about chucking out. If you think about it, these grants are going to be spent up in seconds. It's not a vast quantity of money no, they're being given not. Definitely not. And um, it's it's just mental to think that coming at the end of this, it could very well end up as as extreme as this probably sounds. Uh, a lot of people living in uh, third third world conditions in a developed country because they've just got no income and. Could potentially be homeless. Um, there's a lot of people losing various things at the minute because the protections for, you know, people who are in financial hardship simply aren't really there. So what's happening is businesses, are, the businesses that are still running, are able to run riot and take money from people who can't afford to pay. But the people who can't afford to pay don't have anyone to back them up. They're just stuck there and have to deal with it. And I think, Percy, it's absolutely disgusting that our government. Well, it's a Tory government. I mean, say no more. is in a position where they are prepared to give more benefits to the big bucks guys than the little guy. And the little guy the ones that are end up getting hounded for cash. And it's just, I think it's disgusting. We need, more needs to be done about
1: it. Definitely. What What do you think? So, you know, getting back to, you know, when you were saying about Marcus Rashford, have you seen this week what's hmm. come out? You know, there's a lot of mums and dads listening. Um, you know, people have got, you know, young kids and stuff um so it was it's the company that's been supplying you know supplying some of the meals for the um the vouchers which are worth 15 pound you get five bottles Mm -hmm. of water you get a loaf of bread you get a tin of beans and i think you get two jack of potatoes and that's meant to feed feed a family for a week it's an absolute disgrace and people have been on like and they've said like how was that 15 pounds worth of food have a look. Yeah, I Google mean, it. is it 50 pounds weight rolls? I mean, that's ridiculous. No, it's, it's 15 pounds. It this, this this, 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 these packs are worth 15 pounds, but it's not even 15 pounds worth of food. It's at one point, it was as there's it's not it got nothing to do with Asda, but where they'll get supplies from, it was there's own make water, which is probably cost you like 50 pence for like a pack.
0: It makes no sense. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of... I think in any sort of kind of situation where there's a crisis, there's always going to be some shadow politics somewhere. And it's clear, obviously, it's not 15 quid. It's it's going to be less than that. They'll, they'll, they'll say it's 15 pounds because they'll want to make it sound bigger. But from the sounds of it, it's, much, it's closer to a fiver. They're trying to get people to live on a fiver. I'm just grateful that I'm in a situation myself where... And I'm sure you are as well, Andy, where we're probably, you know, one of the very few who are still capable of working at the minute. Yeah, very well. And I'm grateful for that. It's, it's 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 kept my head above water um, where other people have struggled and suffered. And it's awful to see what's happening at the minute. <laughs> and the worst part is it, there doesn't seem to be any end. It doesn't look like there's going to be any end because it seems to be they're so keen on pushing the agenda of all the virus is going to be... Very contagious. We'll lock down for longer, but there's never any kind of. This is what we're going to do for you. It's kind of just, uh, well, well, stay in the
1: house. Well, no, but the, the 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 only thing and the only I think the only glimmer of hope and light that the government are are putting all the hope on really is the vaccine because the lockdowns haven't worked, and the, this this latest lockdown, you know, for me and stuff, the way the numbers are, it's not really working, and you can see the it hasn't worked then. You can see, and you know the. You can see the conformity of people, the way that people, you know, are, are following lockdowns and stuff. You know, I've been out and about, you know, a bit, and you can see people aren't following it. And the, to me, unless uh, you know, if if the thing is, and this is the um, probably one of the, the 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 guy that I like. Um, Those come, I think they call him JVC. What's his name? <laughs> Is it Magic Noir? No, man. Um, it's one of the. um. um no, v, 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 JVC. JVC? Uh, no. Is that the people who make like. Yeah, they used really to really use it at the tape. But... Shitty gadgets. No, to... like, you know, for scraping your face. No, man, y'all think like GML stuff. No, JVC <laughs> used to do. JVC. Eddie Powell. JVC used to do like like video recorders and stuff. You know what I mean? You pop loader. <laughs> Um
0: forget the change that J to a Q and you've got a, a classic shopping experience. It's,
1: QVC. QVC is fantastic fortune. No, it's the guy, it's the guy that I'm talking about is um, Vincent Van Tatten. Um and he's um you know, he you know he's a he's an advisor at the government and you know I'm sure he's the um the have you got your phone on yet? I'm currently using it to record. you not right, yeah. We are right. laptops. Can you still already. see me?
0: Yes, I can, Andy. Right,
1: hold on. I just is, This is truly a first
0: hand experience of what it would be like to try and do this over fucking Zoom and or YouTube or whatever. Uh, we've got absolutely zero technical ability. Oh, I'm absolutely
1: useless. Us. I'm absolutely useless. <laughs> <ruthless. laughs>
0: He's having a look now, just so you know, just to fill a silence. He's having a look now Uh, for this person he's on. And it's not JVC who do the uh, video recorders. It's not JML who do uh, the Pedipad or Pedipal or whatever it's called. And it's not QVC, which is the middle class shopping channel.
1: It's JBT. So it's Jonathan Van Tan.
0: Oh, him. God, yeah massive fan
1: yeah i he's he's a one he speaks he speaks absolute sense um so
0: i was joking when i said i was a massive fan
1: oh right okay man um (laughs) yeah he's the um deputy chief medical officer um but anyway so he's come out and he said well you know basically the vaccines if not enough people get the vaccines then it isn't really going to work they have, to, they have to get, they've got to get a certain amount of people have got to get the vaccine so you can build up like a... herd um, immunity. Well, the, the, I don't have to herd immunity, but the problem that you're going to get is, well, yeah, because the, I'm going to get this totally wrong. I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here, but enough people have got to get the vaccine, but it's just making sure enough people have got confidence in the vaccine. But I think at the minute, that's the government's only way out of this is getting that vaccine out there. There's two things wrong with the, the vaccine.
0: The first one is, I read that even once the vaccine's been given, you still have to wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep your distance. Yeah. So that, to me, doesn't me confidence. Secondly, nobody knows what the vaccine is. Nobody knows what is in it. It's, there's never any information as to what is actually in the vaccine or what it's for, and I think I've said this a few times now, we don't even know what coronavirus is, or, or you know, even if it's a thing. And it's not me being a conspiracy theorist, it's the fact that there's nobody out there in the media saying, hang on a second, what is it? Or, you know, what's that vaccine for? There's never anyone actually asking those questions. We're just expected to believe what we're told, and that's the thing that pisses me off. And I think this is where a lot of people are now. They're going to struggle to get however many percent, say 67% of the population, I don't know the number. But they'll struggle to reach that number for the same reasons I've just said there. We don't know what it is. We aren't given enough information. We're expected to put our families, our dear, dearly beloved, through a vaccination process we don't have faith in because we don't know what it's for. So it's kind of like It's a catch-22, really. The government can continue to do things that aren't going to work and put all this hope into a vaccine, but they're going to have to tell people what the hell they're vaccinating and actually explain what COVID is, rather than just going, oh, well, you you might have symptoms, you might not, you might be positive, you might not, It's, it's this, it's this, it's this, and tell you what the vaccine's actually got in it. It's no good just saying, oh, coronavirus is a thing, he's a vaccine. You never had this trouble with SARS. You never had this trouble with bloody swine flu in 2009. But yet there was more information about that stuff. There was more information on the BBC about what swine flu was. And my biggest argument is we never had a lockdown for that. And people can say, yeah, well, swine flu is a flu. This is apparently the common cause. Nobody knows what it is. So I think the sooner the government gets the right idea, starts telling people the truth, what this shit is, and just stop blasting them. With statistics, which mean fuck all, then people might regain that faith and go right. This is a serious thing. We've got to take it seriously. We've got to get vaccinated. Until then,
1: wasting the time. Simple as that. The I'll. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna come from another devil's eye. Yeah, correct. I'm gonna come from. A, I'm gonna come from another side. So my only thing is, like to me, as soon as the vaccine's offered, I'll be getting it. But that's you know, that's that's just what you know what I'm gonna do. My 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 thing would be, I think at the moment, and I think you you've hit on a point and stuff of miscommunication, yeah, from the government, but I think there's so much information that's coming from all over, you know, especially on a lot of social media platforms where people are just spouting utter shit. Um
0: just to just quickly interject, mate, I did watch the uh, the social dilemma the other night, fantastic. Enjoy
1: it on Netflix. Netflix.
0: Brilliant,
1: mate. And it touches on this as well, funny enough, what you're on about now. Yeah, the the, the problem is in, in a lot of um you know the um you know a lot of communities and stuff are actually getting targeted on social media with miscommunication, you know, about you know, stuff like the, you know, coronavirus, about, you know, the vaccine. And to me I always I always come back because I've you know, I've had a few conversations with people obviously you know, mm-hmm. regarding the vaccine because it is on people's minds. And my argument straight away is, well, you know, you're quite happy you're to go and get your jobs to go on holiday, but you don't know, you, you're telling me, you know, someone goes, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to get me, you know, a tennis, whatever, you know, I'm going to get, you know, when you're a kid so get your, your polio job, you know, whatever. And you get all these jobs to go on your holiday to, for instance, Thailand, off you go. Mm. You're not asking tons and tons of questions. What exactly is in those but all of a sudden now you've got a massive interest, and you've spent years putting so many different drugs in your body. You haven't had a clue because a lot of people do it, and they're younger and stuff, putting all sorts in the body. They haven't got a clue what it is, and now people are so strung up on you know the you know this the the vaccine. I'm do, do you know what, do you know what I'm kind of getting at? It's Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, yeah absolutely. And, and I know. And, and this, and then, but then the other problem from the, and I can see the other side of it from people, you know, who are thinking, you know, who are terrified of the vaccine. Yeah, you're right. There's, you know, how much there hasn't, this vaccine hasn't been around long enough, you know, to, to almost build up a, you know, a, to almost, you know, get people to think, oh, well, you know, What's going to happen two, three years down the line? Well, no-one really knows because there's nothing... You know, there's no studies being done on that because the vaccine has just, you know, come about.
0: I I have absolutely no social media. As you know, I'm I'm a massive hermit and I struggle with it the best of times. I can't stand it without feeling like it's it's detrimental in some way and deleting the page. Andy knows this too well. But I think um, I've got probably how do I put the most neutral perspective without actually being neutral uh, across? It's like, I'm not influenced by what I'm seeing on the internet because I'm not on the, it's as simple as that. I think for me, and I don't know if this will account for most people as to why they're asking so many questions, it's the timescale. You've had pandemics in the past where the timescale was greater and less was done. You've had this pandemic where the entire world, like clockwork, followed almost exactly the same procedure exactly the same time give or take a couple of months maybe a few weeks and i think the speed in which we're suddenly out of the blue prepared to be able to try and vaccinate something we don't fully understand is what throws people off and i do i I get exactly the devil's advocate point of view because you're absolutely right i'm not one i've never traveled further than Spain. So, to be honest with you, I've never really needed jobs but there are people who travel long distance all the time and they will, right, rightly, as you've just said, never question what they're given. They're just like, oh, yeah, I need it to go away, I'll have it. But I think
1: well, well, so the time scale to, to,
0: oh, sorry, to interject,
1: you know, I was a, like, you know, obviously, you know, a bit of Vietnam a few times, a bit of Asia quite a bit, and meh you know i went and got me jabs and stuff and then off i went i wasn't i wasn't remotely asking what was in these jabs There's you know there's, there's, there's loads of people you know in that 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 bracket where you just not you know what i mean you just you don't you don't know what's kind of going in
0: could you say right could you say that the the reason people aren't asking about the jabs is because they've been done for such a long time that people have just taken as gospel. Because bear in mind, and I'm hitting kind of on what was discussed on the social dilemma. Um, coronavirus is, is post-social media, right? So no matter which way you look at it, social media softened society a great deal. So people's views and access to information, fake news, et cetera, is greatly exposed compared to how it used to be. Once upon a time when the vaccinations for the likes of the things that you get for going to Thailand and that were out, There was no social media so when people were getting vaccinated there was no exposure to any fake news or any kind of critiques or things like that people just went oh well the doctor i trust the nhs they're they're telling me i needed to go somewhere to protect me from malaria i think the reason people are questioning coronavirus is literally down to that it's post social media so because of the time scale of everything that's happening, this virtual unknown suddenly appeared in a world where we should know everything that's happening, because everything's constantly surveilled, you know, everything's on 24-7. It's come as a shock to people that there's something out there that could be potentially deadly that we didn't know about. Whereas once upon a time, getting vaccinated back 25 years ago to go to Thailand was just common sense. It's just something he did because there was no other option. There was no one telling you, well, what's in that? You know, what? why aren't you thinking about that? And I think that's the difference between coronavirus and getting the jobs of going abroad. We should know what coronavirus is. We don't. And I think that's what scares people. Yeah. The fact that now, in the social media age, you've got something people didn't know about. It's like we knew about bloody Joseph Coney in, where's it, Cameroon or some shite, Congo back in 2013 and he was supposed to be making absolute hash out of child labour and child soldiers and shit and people were campaigning against that going there, get down with Joseph Coney uh, 2020, 2019 we've got coronavirus, no one knows what the fuck it is and it's like, that's the scary thing because you, humans are afraid of the unknown, it's as simple as that it's, that's it, so familiarity Is why you don't question the jobs you go on holiday for. The unknown is why you question the coronavirus, because it's completely unknown. You just don't know what it is. Yeah. No one does.
1: Definitely, mate. It's... um... (laughs) Just
0: blasted information there. That's I was kind of like,
1: what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, which is like, <laughs> the, yeah. Um, but but I understand where you come from. The, the time when those the, the good point, the time when them jabs, the original jabs came out, the what the social media and so the, it, information and the control of the media was is probably pretty easy to control because you know you only yeah. had yeah the BBC, and you had your that was legit But obviously you've got. The BBC. Everybody can be in. A... I us doing a podcast, and we're certainly not news. We're just giving, you know, just our thoughts and you know, opinions, and nothing's.
0: Andy, I was going to say, Andy, you've gone off there, and you were breaking up a little bit, mate. So I don't know if that might have affected it full on. Um, he's gone. He's gone. He's talking still, but there's nothing coming through. <laughs> I can see moving his mouth, and nothing's happening on my end. i back. <laughs> yeah, you're back again, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what yeah, happened.
1: I'm not sure, but the, a, it was. It's a really good point that you've made around the area of, you know, originally when a lot of jabs have came out and stuff. Yeah, you haven't got that, you know, that social media influence where everybody's got a platform, everybody's got an opinion as such, where it can't be. You know, it can't be almost regulated because everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. And, you know, it used to be. Years ago. It's Warhol. Yeah. Man.
0: It's Warhol. Everybody's getting their
1: 15 minutes yeah, of work nowadays. Just you know, yeah, you know, we're on the, you know, we're doing our little podcast and stuff. You know, everything we're saying and stuff, you know, it's just our thoughts. You know, that's all it is. And, um, you, know, you know, go and do your own reading. But I think. Because people can go and do their own reading, and there's so much information there. I think a lot of people are just overwhelmed. And then when you're overwhelmed, you're then confused. And then you're at the point where you just absolutely. don't know what to do. Um,
0: and that's uh, just enough what Andy's saying there as well. Make your own bloody mind up, for God's sake. I might be one side of the coin, Andy might be another side of the coin, but I absolutely encourage people to pick a book up. Don't read the internet, don't Google what coronavirus is because you waste your time. Pick a freaking book up. Read about stuff where you can outside of the internet because you're going to get hung up in some shit and there's stories all over. You don't know what to believe. Just do your own reading. Absolutely agree with what Andy's saying there. 100% making Still, your
1: What are Dale, what are the socials? We'll get it wrapped up. What are the socials? We've went on like the, the normal lighthearted podcast, which I thought was going to be tonight. It's gone on one of Oh, yeah man it's gone it's gone on one of those like those little journeys which sometimes does we get these odd podcasts that me and deal do where they just go on this almost this i don't know this magical mystery tour and we just go on a conversation after conversation we've yeah we've got a little bit deep tonight but it is on most people's minds you know we can talk about i did have any stories i did have, stories. <laughs> I did have some scary stories i was gonna go the them for- <laughs> I'll, I'll save them for another time but we were going to you know but I think at the moment I think it's especially being have in lockdown and you know COVID we go into another year and we've still got it and stuff and you know and the amount of people that are, that are dying is, we, we just you know it's on people's minds so I think that's probably why I know it's on Dale's mind it's certainly on my mind and I think that's why and it's the whole thing as well it's um, one thing to touch on which you know, I think, you know, I'm struggling with a little bit is the isolation part of this. Um, I love it. Dale loves it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm currently going to work and then I go back to my little flat and stuff and currently that's my life at the minute. Yeah. Just a, just a tricky one.
0: There's a lot of people who are out on the own. We've mentioned that before. There's a lot of people who are um, by themselves and, and have to things day right. to day. I have colleagues. Yeah, I've got colleagues who have to do things on their own and I feel for them, but I mean you know what, like we said a thousand times listen to Russ, we'll try and cheer you up just before I give the socials tonight, I'm going to give you an update and hopefully this will cheer you up as well um, Turner 30 is going to be going through some absolutely incredible changes um, in the near future Andy's the big man working on these and hopefully what you're getting tonight with the Zoom and all of that is going to be a, a common kind of theme um, I'll be kicking off my final episode for my kind of Thing now on the 31st oh. of January, yep. um, so I'll be here until the 31st of Jan. I'm yes. just putting his finger up, what are
1: you doing? I haven't been recording this.
0: You haven't been recording no. any of it? <laughs> I heard you
1: talking
0: about recording before. I was like, no, well, anyway, anyway, he hasn't but... recorded but long story short, I'll, I'll be kicking around until the 31st of Jan. 31st of Jan is going to be my last show for the time being. Um, Andy's got some fantastic things lined up, and we're going to keep this going because the intention is... However long I'm gone for, yeah, I'll be um, and just it's, we've got some brilliant things lined up for you, so stay tuned and hopefully, you know, uh, that'll improve things. But the socials, um, get on involved on in Instagram, which is turning30gram, and send us an email, ten thirty thirty podcast at gmail dot com. And he's still the key holder to the emails because can't fucking log in. Gosh
1: uh, log uh, out.
0: Mate, I don't, think, I don't think it's that simple. I don't know what... Right, hold do. on a minute. He's having a look now. He's going to right. try and see if we can uh, log the emails. Are you not getting messages or notifications every couple of minutes when I'm trying
1: to log in? To the, uh, the Gmail? God knows, Matt. <laughs> Honestly, like... Hold on, right. G- Gmail, yeah. Right.
0: He's having a good look around his uh, his laptop
1: now. Um, yeah, I could no potentially be good. logged in on my phone and it just sign out of it and be done with it. I
0: definitely think it's on your phone,
1: yeah. 100 percent
0: Because every time I log in, it's sending a notification to someone's phone somewhere in the world to say someone's trying to log in. So yeah.
1: Good stuff still. <laughs> let's wrap this up.
0: But anyway- well, anyway, socials again. Turn thirty podcast at gmail.com and turn thirty gram for Instagram. This has been Turn Thirty episode eighteen. Andy, lovely. On a Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Do take care and uh, join us again for episode nineteen next week. All the best.